Welcome to another Take Note podcast, episode 64. My name is Chris Harper. Every weekday live on Harvest Family Radio Guam, we discuss a theme or topic from the Word of God live between songs. That program is heard on 88.1 FM on Guam and on khmg.org. This podcast takes the scripture passage and outline and provides around a 10-minute recap of one of our favorite programs from the previous week, minus the music. Today, we want to ask you to take note of Proverbs 11, 18 to 25. A person could read the Proverbs daily for years and still learn something new. There are words of wisdom from heaven provided sentence after sentence. Each thought, arranged in verse format in our Old Testament, challenges us to consider something we've never considered before or to remember something we had almost forgotten. It's another journey through Proverbs today, this time eight verses in chapter 11, many times setting right, just behavior against wrong, sinful behavior, sometimes describing both the righteous and evil person and telling us the difference, but always giving us something to think about. Today, the liberal soul from Proverbs 11, 18 through 25. I have a standard reminder whenever we approach Proverbs, and that is it will take us freely from one topic to another, often without pause, sometimes connecting two successive verses, usually not. The dictionary definition of a proverb is a brief popular epigram or maxim. An epigram is a terse, sage, or witty, and often paradoxical saying, and a maxim is a general truth, fundamental principle, or rule of conduct. The Proverbs of Scripture fit these descriptions, but come directly from God. They're not just part of a religious tradition. Very likely, the written format proverb in today's thinking is modeled after this section of Scripture, and the definition is likely, in part, a result of the content you'll find in these Old Testament Proverbs. Let's begin by looking at each of these Proverbs near the end of chapter 11, individually. Proverbs 11.18 The wicked worketh a deceitful work, but to him that soweth righteousness shall be a sure reward. The results of wicked works, the wages, you could say, of wicked works, are deceitful. That is, they bring no reward or profit, and whatever reward or profit the evil man hoped to receive never comes. He was deceived into believing this evil would bring him something good, but it cannot. Wicked works, done for selfish reasons, destroy rather than create. If someone follows God and follows after that which is right, taking actions and performing works consistent with godliness, there are certain rewards that come, eternal rewards, rewards that can never be taken away because they're provided by and preserved for us by God. This is why it's always best to do right, even if it means temporary discomfort, because long-term permanent gain is always the result. Doing wrong 
while it may get us out of a jam right now, leads to long-term pain. The next proverb has similar thoughts. Proverbs 11.19, As righteousness tendeth to life, so he that pursueth evil pursueth it to his own death. Performing some evil act today is more likely to endanger life than to enhance life. Wickedness is risky, it complicates things, and it puts us in harm's way. This is true both in the short and long-term view. A person trusting God, following Him, is on a path to life eternal. But a person rejecting God, following their own way, is on a path to eternal death. So whether your wrong actions today endanger you today or not, the long-term forecast is bleak. It's always bleak. While the lover and follower of God has life to look forward to, here and in eternity. How does the Lord look on our hearts for good or evil? Proverbs 11.20 They that are of a froward heart are abomination to the Lord, but such as are upright in their way are his delight. The word froward means distorted, crooked, false. And a person with a heart like this is abhorrent. They don't have faith in God, they reject his way and receive the consequences of that rejection. But it's a joyous thing to know that the upright, that word means entire, figuratively or morally, a person with integrity who's sound. These kind of people are obviously following God, humbly submitting to him, and living in a way that acknowledges who he is and what that means for their behavior. The froward person can turn to God. He is merciful and kind, and he has provided a way of salvation through his son. And that froward heart can be changed into an upright heart, one delighted in by God. But every distorted, crooked, false heart must turn to him to be transformed. And there's punishment ahead for the crooked. Proverbs 11.21 Though hand joined to hand, the wicked shall not be unpunished, but the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. I think a restatement of this verse may help us. From the ESV, Be assured an evil person will not go unpunished, but the offspring of the righteous will be delivered. There's no doubt that the evil will be punished, and this is not a theoretical punishment. It means quite real punishment, not only in this life, but also in the life to come. Those who reject Jesus, God's Son, have their part in the lake of fire, where there's no relief and no escape. Those who are right with God through His Son, Jesus, are delivered in many ways during this life, but of course also in the life to come. Even the children of righteous people have deliverance, because right actions often make this possible. But God also remembers. Now, this does not mean salvation for our offspring. Every person trusts Christ individually, but it does mean residual blessing, at least in some ways. Because doing right so often means good outcomes for the righteous and many of those connected to the righteous. 
As we so often do in the Proverbs, now we're changing topics. Proverbs 11.22 As a jewel of gold in a swine's snout, so is a fair woman which is without discretion. We're talking about a beautiful woman who lacks judgment here. And we know with certainty that bad character and bad judgment blemish anyone. But this proverb is focused. It says that lacking discretion in the life of this fair woman is similar to a gold ring in a pig's snout. Whatever value we place on beauty is quickly decreased when we consider character. And no amount of beauty can overcome a lack of judgment. The beauty is marred by that shortcoming. And this is a wise thing to remember. The Proverbs go on. Proverbs 11.23, The desire of the righteous is only good, but the expectation of the wicked is wrath. That which the righteous person desires results in only good. We praise the Lord that He changes our desires when He saves us through Christ. And if we're walking closely with Him, His desires for us become our desires. We know that if we live according to His desires, blessings follow. He's promised that this will be the case, and we can make that claim often in this life, but more often, and more importantly, in eternal life after death. We will face all the standard challenges in life, and will still encounter hardships, but we encounter all of them with Him at our side. He grants peace and comfort and all the grace we need, and this is indeed good. But the wicked can only have one expectation, and that is wrath. Their challenges and hardships in life will come as well, but they will come without the benefit of new life in Christ. And the end of a life rejecting Christ is a catastrophic end, one in which the sinner faces the punishment for sin alone in eternity. Two countercultural proverbs to close our time. Proverbs 11.24 There is that scattereth, and yet increaseth, and there is that withholdeth more than is meat, but it tendeth to poverty. There's a good restatement of this verse in the ERV. It says, Some people give freely and gain more. Others refuse to give and end up with less. Now, this goes against all of man's wisdom on this subject. We think that those who give have less. But we often learn from generosity that this is a lie. Holding on to anything, hoping to use it for selfish reasons, ends in poverty. Poverty in the financial arena, perhaps, but also poverty of soul. We should be what the next verse encourages us to be. Proverbs 11.25 The liberal soul shall be made fat, and he that watereth shall be watered also himself. In this, we're talking about a person who is generous. They freely give. They provide to charity liberally. They provide water where water is needed, and they never find themselves lacking water or anything else they've ever given, because good things come back to them. And we can be certain that God has made this to be the case, for he himself is generous. Well, you've been listening to the Take Note podcast. 
These few minutes together are brought to you by Harvest Ministries and KHMG on Guam. Our website is khmg.org, khmg.org. In every episode, we ask you to take note of a theme or topic from the Word of God. My name is Chris Harper. Thanks for listening.